Howdy, howdy, howdy. All y'all, whoops, I did that wrong. <laughs> howdy to all y'all glistening cowpokes. It is already slash finally time for the final episode of season two of the Lorian because it was the final episode of season two of the Mandalorian. We're in apple pie order this evening and it's gonna be a real nanny. I hope everyone is ready to acknowledge some corn, clip some horns, and to squinty until your sides ache. I'm sorry, squinty? I'm ready to do all those things. Squinty means- Squinty's laughing. Fins up all in. Sobbing? It doesn't mean sobbing. It's laughing. It's laughing. Oh, there was a bit of that. Much of that this episode. Well, it means to laugh slash to make someone laugh or also to wink. (laughs) So are you winking or are you laughing? Imagine winking to your sides hurt. (laughs) Well. How long do you think that would take? <laughs> How long do you think it would take for your side to turn and you're just winking all the time? It depends. Like you were doing a pretty aggressive head gesture with your yeah. wink there, so I feel like that might that might be right. more. If but you're if also you're just, doing like, like a side crunch at the same time, winking. right? If but if you're if you're just sitting and all you're doing is the eye, how long till your side hurts? <laughs> I feel like how many licks does it take, I feel like you just give yourself a stroke at some point. <laughs> then your side's gonna hurt. Yeah. Probably yes. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this, you. You fold and you crawl, then you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you faking. No, no, no. All right, so. Well, I just want to say it's been a rocky road this season, <laughs> but I feel like we ended on a high note, and I am grateful for that. Like, yeah, I feel like because the Ahsoka, if, yes. this is this feels like it's following the three act structure, right? Because we had the we had the hitting rock bottom, which was the Ahsoka episode, and then from there it went up, <laughs> yeah. like it very much went up. So I feel like You're we talking just, about the show, hit rock yeah, the yeah. show, the show, the show. Yeah. Hit then rock Boba Fett showed up, and I then still, it was all good. I still cannot happened. I still cannot believe <laughs> that the most skippable episode of this show, of this season, has Ahsoka in it. No, of the show. So, I was literally, no, you're right. I mean, show. I was literally like, I, I was catching up with Kelly on the show, and Kelly had seen the Ahsoka episode already, but and had seen the Boba Fett episode after that, but hadn't seen the latest two. Um, and then Martin came in, and Martin was like, and Kelly was like, "Oh, do you want to catch up?" And Martin's like, "I have, I'm like a few episodes behind." And then he was like, "I haven't seen the Ahsoka episode yet." And me and Kelly were both like, "We are not watching that again. We are absolutely <laughs> not watching that again. You don't even need to watch the episode." So he just told him what happened. And Martin was like, "Okay." So we didn't watch it again. Imagine being able to be a couple episodes behind in the Mandalorian. <laughs> imagine not watching it immediately. What a concept. As it, imagine not watching it immediately as it drops so you don't get spoiled. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, this was this, I think, is the first episode of season two that I watched on the Friday it came out. 
<laughs> and it was only because no one on Twitter was posting spoilers and I want to know what happened. How dare. Really? The trending topic on Twitter was a spoiler. Within five seconds, people were tweeting stuff. And that, it's that's wild why that you didn't see any spoilers. That's why I, I normally wait till Monday to post spoilers on Twitter, but this week I was like, nobody, nobody waited. Nobody's waiting. Nobody waited. I waited Mark, because Mark I know- Mark didn't even wait, so like, what are you gonna do? I waited because I know a lot of people who oh, follow me who do like Star Wars. Listeners don't follow star wars stuff so like mm. yeah i i did stay right like it. yeah i i didn't i still didn't po- i mean i don't post any spoilers anyway but um like definitely people did not wait like on saturday everyone was like openly talking about it on saturday danny what's what's um, is it a boff that is tweeting about Ithorians and I don't think I said or did anything <laughs> recently so I'm confused oh, you know? okay <laughs> and on Friday everyone was just posting pics of Luke Skywalker in his Return of the Jedi outfit like they're being real re- they're just like post for no reason and I'm like shut the <laughs> fuck up <laughs> you are so transparent <laughs> no context just vibes right especially when it's several people who do that like <laughs> You motherfuckers like yeah. it's not that's not not spoiling just don't be fair i do think my tweet i just said is x woves okay and i feel is like that's okay yeah. though can we start there we where, was where was that where was that was my first reaction when they walk in and i was like okay x woves isn't here because and then Aubrey was like he... who is x woves and i was like oh great question because your life who is x your life must be a little emptier not knowing who x wolves is he did at least get a hashtag along with yeah, the he, other characters. he has those hashtag emoji okay about those hashtag emojis did you know it costs you have to pay a million dollars to twitter to do one of those and they paid a million dollars for x wolves <laughs> X Wolves. Okay, I feel better about dollars. the fact that he wasn't in the episode. He's getting the respect he deserves in other ways. That I, I feel like fair. I feel like he's probably just that not- is a price tag I've seen on it. And some, they maybe they get a group deal if they're doing like a thing. But <laughs> he's either dead or like doing something for Mandalore. To be fair, one of my friends did then point out that he does have like another ship to look after, like the Gazanti freighter or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, that is a really good point. Actually, he's probably doing something with the that. First, the yeah. first, he's on a different the other mission. ship that they've got. Yeah, yeah. There's probably like, like to be fair, there's probably like more in that little group of <laughs> right, right. that they have. And, and you know, you know, Casca and Bo-Katan were just like, go away. The lesbians need to talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they were on a doing- date. So off doing that. So that's a good start because the episode does start with this bar scene in which our friends what? Well, they captured the doctor first. I was just like, oh. imagine being on a date and then Boba Fett walks in. And that's where I lost. Steph, you would love it. We get we so get um... now I'm on a different date. Funny how I'm that sorry. Works. So um, it's a surprise we date. Get, we, we get creepy doctor from oh, right. season one again. Oh, Dr. Pershing. Yeah, I love right, him. Because in my notes, I just wrote, those are two, those are not two different white dudes. No, that it's, was the same no, guy. That was the one same of, fucking one of them, white dude. Which makes the sense because Dr. Pershing the, is a cloner, so it makes sense <laughs> that he'd be being transported by two clones. The guy who had the blaster was acting his dang heart out. Like, he put he so much emotion so hard. And oh. Gina Carano is just like standing there grimacing slightly yeah, when he, and this like, guy is like a way better actor honestly he's like oh yeah alderaan it needed to be destroyed for the world you know they were terrorists and gina carano's just like 
sitting there with he, no expression whatsoever. I truly do not get what his intention was there. Because, like, if you're going to, why do people antagonize Alderanians? Like, you know you're going to die. So you might yeah, as you know well you're just gonna feel die. good about it. I, I do think yeah. it's a, a bit of cool um, lore that the tattoo on her face means that she's from Alderaan. Mm. At least that was the impression I got. He's like, I see. Yeah, that's very much face. what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. teardrop, um, emo kid, Caradoon. <laughs> also, I'm not gonna lie. Um, um, Caradoon being like, "Oh, you were on the Death Star. Which one?" Very funny. Very. Caradoon shops a hot topic. <laughs> yeah. If we never see Caradoon again, I, I think will be it'll happy be with fun. that. It'll be fine. Photoshop Caradoon shopping at hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> with little yeah. Ben Solo. So- so they go and they get Dr. Pershing and so then they walk into the bar. So two Mandalorians walk of, into the bar. <laughs> beautiful shot of the uh, Yup 69 like cruising yes. into the planet and like coming yes. like that whole okay that was very so lovely. i've been like mentally like and uh, losing my mind about how people stand inside of that ship and then when we rewatched <laughs> the episode prior to that there is actually a scene where their little like area where people sit rotates inside like a b-wing which mm-hmm. is very cool i just want to say that is a very cool ship design like a chicken Boba like a chicken like a chicken we also it's just like uh, a chicken yep 69 is like a chicken <laughs> we also got a little glimpse of my favorite ship uh the mandalorian starfighter that was pretty cool that was pretty cool yeah that was really cool was um like the, where the was that uh it's on it's as slave one's fly it's bo ship it's yeah like it's the other the ship oh, okay gotcha yeah. Um, there's like that, and then there's like a Lambda cruiser or whatever. Um, I also like if Lombada. I was in a bar, Lambada. Um, <laughs> if I was in a bar and there were already two Mandalorians in there, I'd be like, okay, 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 okay. This is a little bit scary, but it's fine. If two more Mandalorians walked in, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm you'll notice how, not, I'm gonna you'll notice how everybody walked the fuck out of the bar. Yeah, that the bar was the moment they saw it. Yeah, they're like, oh no, that's too many Mandalorians. Yep. The Mandalorians have a reputation. Yeah. Um, So the Mandalorians come over. Obviously, Din is going to ask for Bo Katan's help to get the child back, but Bo Katan's like, I don't care. Um, And basically, Boba (laughs) the one person who doesn't care. (laughs) Boba Fett's just antagonizing them by calling Casca little. To be fair. To be fair. I'm not saying this is Both bad. Star- I'm just Bo- saying, okay, like, can Boba I just, Fett- can I just Bo- briefly Costa be mad about this? Bo and Costco totally started that interaction. Can yeah, I be mad about like, this really quickly? You're not a Mandalorian. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Gotta, I need to yell. To be fair, he does not, he does not claim to be Mandalorian, which is like, fine. Okay, whatever. You're still a Mandalorian, my guy. Well, he may not be. He may not see himself as one, but his father definitely was. And they cannot take that away from, from Django. I refuse to let him do that. But also when he was like, it's my father's armor. And they're like, you mean your donors? And I was like, Bogotan, you are now on my shit list. Like, you are well, not allowed then, to exist. That was really rude. My, like, I was so mad. Well, I mean, that raises the question of does she know? Does she know that that's Boba Fett, or does she think it's a clone? I think I think there's two parts to that. So I think she does know who Boba Fett is because he's a renowned like bounty hunter with Mandalorian armor. Right. And also, like Jango Fett is known of because um, Almec is the one who says that Jango Fett's not a Mandalorian. So for one thing, that's already a thing that Mandalore is like, they know of Jango Fett and they think he's, they don't consider him a Mandalorian despite the fact he clearly is one. Um, so there's that. So I do think she knows who Boba Fett is in particular, but also I did realize like, as a, like right after that, um, Order 66 happens right after the Siege of Mandalore. So it's right after they've retaken Mandalore 
all of the clones will suddenly turn on them. Um, and so she knows the clones very well because like she's been with the Jedi, but also like she knows those clones very well in a very traumatic way. Um, so hearing that voice is probably not something she wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that does, you know, she's, she's still, what drives me crazy about Bo-Katan in this season is she's done this twice now where she looks to Din and she's like, you're a religious seller. And she looks at Boba and she's like, you're not a Mandalorian. And I'm like, you She's... were a terrorist well into your 20s. Like, <laughs> you, you were not have a leg watch. to stand on. I know. Like, that's the thing is, Bogotan's always been like this. Of, and I'm like, you know what you kind of sound like? <laughs> Death Watch right now, where you're like Mandalorian purity or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of why I like when she's the Mandalorian out of the Death Watch, but you can't take the Death Watch out of the Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. That's why Sorry, I think that like, she's still to... got some of that purity stuff. So, like, that's why I think that her being like, Jingo Fu's no Mandalorian. I'm like, don't. Don't even start. But yeah, like Bogotan's always been pretty high and mighty about stuff um, and pretty self righteous. It's just easy to pick it because she also does cool things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, care about Bogotan. <laughs> I don't now. I used to like her because she was a teen. Okay. Also, him calling her princess is very funny. I was like, technically, she's a yeah. duchess. Um, <laughs> but I yeah. Think, I just think that like Bogotan is just such a like a jerk this season and i don't know why i assume it's because she's gonna get some kind of character arc next season because that's what i, I think she's always been a bit of a jerk though yeah. she's yeah, always I mean, been a bit of a jerk like all those she mandalorians has... are a bit of a jerk like yeah. they yeah. all they all like not not in like not in like not sabine but like everybody else has always been like I'm Mandalorian, therefore what I think is correct, even against these other Mandalorians. They've always had that kind of attitude. Yeah, that, which like, honestly, like, it seems like Din's covert was honestly pretty chill compared to a lot of other right, Mandalorians. Right. <laughs> like, maybe they were, like, religious zealots, but they were religious zealots on a good, like, this spectrum was right. pretty It's like, the good. worst thing they did was just, like, you can't take your helmet off, like, They took right. in children, <laughs> and, like, protected children, so, you yeah. know. But Din is also the most flexible out of them because Mm. he's like and basically anytime din is faced with anything where he's like you're not a mandalorian you took off your helmet or you're not a he says that's a boba too he changes his mind almost immediately yeah like as soon as someone like by the end of the episode with bo katan he's like this is the way and she's like this is the way that's him acknowledging her as a mandalorian yeah like he's very ready to accept that and he lets Boba keep the armor. Like, yeah, the he, moment Boba's like, this is my father's armor, and he fought the Mandalorian Civil Wars, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're a Mandalorian. Din is, like, well, an incredibly like, reasonable guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. But we also don't know that, like, others of his conclave aren't like that, because we just don't know them. We do know that there all... is a, um, a Vizsla in his conclave. Yeah. But it does seem like the Vizsla is the worst of them all, so, you know. Yeah. Because he's a and business, he's not so. even, but even he's then he turns that... around at the yeah, end. Yeah, he turns like, around. Yeah, he, yeah. And what he says isn't even that bad. He's like, "You eat at the em- you eat at the Empire's table while we have to hide underground." Like that's not a terrible... right. Like he's mad yeah. that Din took an Empire job, and like yeah, that's how we got the best guard. He's not like, "Let's go kill some children." <laughs> he's like, "Why are you <laughs> taking bounties from the Empire?" Right. Right. <laughs> right. So wait, who 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 in this show has been like, "Let's go ch- kill some children"? <laughs> 
Who is your example for the? Who are you comparing him to? Anakin, Anakin Skywalker is on the brain. Leave me alone. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he does kill some children. He definitely does do that. In yeah. case y'all forgot, it's it's heavily implied that he kills some children. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's more than heavily implied. No, Obi Wan said he oh, saw right. it. Obi Wan does. We've <laughs> already answer. established today that I haven't actually watched Star Wars. I just oh, watched that. Obi-Wan has been known to tell the tall tale from, <laughs> from time to time. So that, that was only after his trauma and <laughs> That's that's when he learns from Qui-Gon in the desert that he can just make up whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> that is a very Qui-Gon move, yeah. Uh, All right. So uh basically Did is just like, please help. Um, and it's really just Boba and like Bo-Katan and Casca, who are like getting mad at each other. <laughs> the way Boba Fett stands is very cool. It's so funny. And then like him and Casca start fighting, and then their flamethrower battle cancels each other out, and it's so stupid. <laughs> Daph, do you know that vine that's like it's these two people fighting in a waffle house, and the guy behind the camera is going, "Can I please get a waffle? Can I please?" <laughs> yes. It's Din. It's Din going. Can we please get my child? Can we please get my child? We gotta go save my baby. Or FedEx Shan to the bartender who's like, "We didn't come all this way for me not to get a drink. Can you get your flamethrowers out of the way so I can get my drink?" I'm just gonna get my drink. Three snorts of spotchka, please. So good. As we learned at the very end of this episode, FedEx Shan loves her spotchka. Loves her spatchka. <laughs> I do have a question. I don't remember when it happens in the thing. I think it happens a little bit later. But did anyone write down what the stupid slang for, thing from this episode was? Because it was very good. There were, there so, were so many. many. It was like every two minutes. Yes. The skank and a scud pie came back. Comes I know back. that. The skank and a scud yeah. pie. Yeah. Her, there was, was the thing you call someone a mud scuffer. Is yep. No, the thing, there's something says, that Boba Fett says, says, which is very good. She says, oh, son of, she says son of a mud scuffer. She says dank ferric son of a mud scuffer. That is also very good. I don't remember what Boba said. Because at one point, I Stop taking notes because I got too emotional. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I just want to recognize that I love this show for all of the in-universe leg it's giving us because it's great. I think like it yeah. works sometimes and sometimes it really does. Like Cara doing when she's like banging your blast oh. on the floor. It's because she can't act. act. It's because she can't act. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're back on board the Yup 69. And they're going over the plan. And Bo-Katan's trying to tell him, like, what's happening. And Dr. Pershing's like, hold on. I'm I love Dr. Pershing's instantly like, yeah, I'll help you. Well, like, <laughs> Dr. Pershing does he just wants to live. Yeah, he, he just yeah. wants yeah. to get out of his life. No, like He's I said, like, Dr. Pershing gives me... I'm good. Yeah, Dr. Pershing gives me huge, like, Bodhi vibes. I'm pretty sure I said right. last episode because, like, he very much has, like, the nervous Imperial who doesn't actually want to be there and does want to do good, but is, like, pressured into it and is now already there. Like, right. as soon as he's part of these people's group, he's like, yeah, I'll help you. Screw them. Yeah, he's like, I don't really care for that yeah. mom. Also, like, because he, he wanted to keep the baby alive to begin with. So, of course, right. he's like, instantly like, yeah, let's go save the baby. Right. He does. He really does not care about like being loyal to the Imperials. Yeah. I do hope and he sticks so, around next season because. Yeah. And so it's just very nice that, you know, he's going in and telling them actually what's going on because the problem is that whole compartment of dank troopers and <laughs> yeah. that they that are. a problem. Yes. And that they're all powered down because like they take too much power to just be on all the time. Yeah, uh, and we know that mood. the Imper if, if the Imperials are known for anything, it's energy conservation. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't. <laughs> why do they care? Right. 
<laughs> to be fair, a spaceship does only have a certain amount of power it can get. It's true, but then I'm also like, how much power does it take? Probably um, a lot. There's like 30 robots, probably a lot. How, yeah, they're just, like extremely high-powered robots too. Like, right. Um, I think when though, they said that, I was like, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they make up this plan, um, and as they're talking... I know everybody else has their whatever ships, but like, consider. <laughs> I know you're going to go for it. And I agree. Yep, 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 yep. Because they have big, like, let's fuck everybody up energy. Yep. <laughs> Aubrey's yeah. reaction through like this whole start of it was, um, <laughs> why is there so much tension between every character? There's a lot of tension. <laughs> yeah. And Din's just in the corner like, and then there's Din. please get my son. <laughs> then those Ace Era Din just being like, where's my child? Ace Era Autistic Din just being People. like, okay. come on, my baby. My baby. The baby. It's like the 30-year-old that has to hang out with a bunch of pre-pubescent teenagers. He's literally like, I don't care about your little sword. Let's go get the kid. I don't give a shit. Keep it. I don't care about the sword. I got my baby. Like I gotta try to take your sword. I don't want your goddamn sword. We're not there. We're not there. Shh. The second that Bo-Katan was like Moff getting in his mind, I'm like, oh, Din's getting the dark saber. Yeah, the moment she like made a point of that, I was like, oh yeah. no, it's not like, gonna be oh, you fighting. Right. And no. Din's just like, whatever. <laughs> he does not. He's like, I don't care about your Mandalorian stuff. Like, I don't. Right. Where's my. Do whatever you need to do. I'm my, here for the baby. Because Din had the anti Darksaber stick and Bo Katan did not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so this, the scene where they're. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. The scene where they're like landing onto the yeah. cruiser, is that where we are? Yeah. This mm-hmm. was this was so cool to me for two reasons. One, it was so cool to see the TIE fighter like going out the chute. Like the we did, that was, that was such a fun, like yeah, launch chute. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think of the sand it cannon. Really cool. um, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then also I just love so much that Boba Fett's job for this mission is pretend to shoot us for a little bit and then yeet out of there. And Boba Fett's <laughs> yeah. like, and <laughs> okay, I can do that, sure. Yeah. But like, be, um, be proficient at missing us. Right. Yeah. He's and like, he's just don't like, tell me how don't to shoot hit us and then leave. And he's like, sure, all I have to do is not hit you and leave. Yes, that sounds great. I, I would very much like to do this mission. I think they were probably like, okay, well, you've got to make it's kind of lame that Boba doesn't get to fight in this episode. But at the same time, there's a good reason Boba, he's not there. Boba and Luke can't really be in the same room. It would be like, it would be very funny. It'd be very funny. Which is exactly what we can just, it. <laughs> yeah, when that when he turned up, I was like, oh, that's why Boba wasn't here. Um, anyways, imagine, I forgot. Can you imagine just across the room, just? <laughs> it's like when two cats like walk into the room and they see each other and they're like, huh. Just made, um, like, then, you, then they just give each other a solemn nod and then that's the entire interaction no no danny we not all cats i gotta tell you spud does not do that no i'm not it's talking about like, cats i'm talking about boba and oh. luke oh, oh, oh it's like you get luke it's, luke's boba's like where where's so where's your friend we're solo i gotta i got a bone to pick with him now could you imagine though if luke walks into the room and it's like come uh give me your child and boba fett's just standing in the corner <laughs> He walks Bo- in, he sees Boba Fett, and he turns around and walks back out again. Like, <laughs> as far Fett- as Luke knows, that's all Boba Fett ever does is stand in a corner. Right. Like, what else has he ever done? 
But the Flowed if, weirdly in the background. <laughs> if Boba Fett was there, he would not let Luke take that baby. <laughs> oh no, he would not. Like, no, that's what this I'm saying. This Jedi like, cannot yeah. take this child. Like Boba's um, taking a oath to make sure that the kid is safe. And if Luke walked yeah. in the room, he'd be like, oh fuck no. Oh, Dang, this do not know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. A Jedi taking a child from a father? This is nope. not happening again. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I may have literally written like a whole fic about that. But anyway, gets back to the ship. Sorry, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Do you think that Jin Din gets back to the ship and he's like, Where's the kid? <laughs> and Din's like, Oh, a Jedi found him and I gave it to him. And Boba's just and like, Boba goes, Which Jedi? Him. Which one? You must tell me. And Din's like, I have no idea. I didn't even think to ask he his name. I didn't, didn't even get his, his name. name. <laughs> I didn't get a name or address. Din, Din I just, was just like, he's The force will lead me to him. And Boba's like, That's not how the force works. <laughs> Din's anyway, just we like, just did the whole he, end of this episode. He was Sorry. wearing, he was wearing black. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's later on. I forgot. Yeah. I have my one note that I wrote down and I forgot because we've already gone past the bit where it is. But Boba Fett says, we're going back, <laughs> we're going back real briefly because Tim. No, we're going back where we were, not real briefly. No, I'm going back further than that briefly. Because oh, okay. He says, he says oh, this is one of those A chronological episodes. Yeah. This no, happens he, when we don't no, this is No, this is important because everyone in the room noticed this where I live because Boba says glass instead of glass and it is very jarring when he does that and I am a little bit this is a bit of a betrayal from Tim I'm not gonna lie hearing him say it like that um and I would just like to say Lucasfilm what are you doing what are you doing here (laughs) make him more Kiwi this has been Saf's New Zealand soapbox (laughs) Thank you for that listening. Was your note. Now, honestly, that was my note. Because literally, everyone <laughs> in the room looked at each other. Literally, everyone in the room looked at each other. And were like, they were like, "Glass." <laughs> my but favorite segment of every Rogue Potter episode is Saf inexplicably gets on a soapbox that none of us understand, and then we all say, "Great," and move on. <laughs> Do you think that was Disney's fault, or is no, that just how it's, Tim said it's cause, it? It's because of Tim like being around Americans a bunch, Probably, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but it is very upsetting. Mm. personally also i did want to say um like another thing like we've talked about the gaffy stick before and that's whatever mm-hmm. but um something that he does do is the way he like wields his stick <laughs> is um he moves a lot like using a tire hawk which is like a maori um weapon like the way he like spins it is very much like that um and it, it's very cool i do like that if you're gonna give a shout to anything it should be that mm-hmm. okay we'll give a shout to that yeah just him being cool so yeah. I'm sorry, I'll get off my Boba Fett soapbox now. No, it's fine. I mean, no, it was a New in, Zealand soapbox, not a Boba Fett. It was, it was a bit of both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my notes, I did write Boba Fett come back and then a frowny face. Yeah. <laughs> I was sad when he jumped away. But anyway, like Moff Gideon is watching this, and Moff Gideon's like, mm, I don't trust any. <laughs> yeah. Of this. I like Moff Gideon sees like the Yelp 69 and is like, I know what that ship is. Right. (laughs) Like, this guy's XISB. Come on. He literally sent me a message that he was coming. Right. Yeah, like, it's very obvious what's happening here. We know. We didn't need to And then, like, the four women stormed the ship, and he's like, hmm, that's not suspicious at all. I guess I'll wait here in the cabin for these four women and not Din. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, okay, we've actively seen Boba Fett with this guy. (laughs) And now Boba Fett's ship has turned up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so, um, and so he, you know, tells them to turn on the dank troopers, which what I really like about this show is that we actually get to see the code cylinders in action. Yeah, usually cool. they're just like there, but I really like seeing them be used. The data tubes. Yeah. 
Um, and so the Dank Trooper music fucks. Uh- <laughs> oh my god, Star Wars dubstep is. I was lo- like the music this episode is so good. Like, good. what's his name? Ludovic is just going. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's just going wild. He's going yeah. feral. Yeah, he. There's this really. As as much as I love John Williams, I feel like I need to preface this. There is something really cool about the way the show uses music. Mm-hmm. Mando's theme is almost all oh, acoustic. So the, it, the beginning of it is almost all acoustic instruments. It's acoustic guitars, strings. It's a bass recorder doing the like that bit. Uh, and then as it goes on, you get uh, synth guitar and just synth sounds as it like goes in. So it's and then the recorder comes. <laughs> Yeah, it's setting like the tone and the atmosphere of the show. Like it's got it's kind of like mm. Western cowboy roots. Mm-hmm. And the music you know, this episode was amazing. And then you know, whenever there's like battle scenes, it's pretty like your standard Star Wars fare for the most part. But the the dark the dank trooper music was just so it's it it makes me really happy that Mando has a composer that's willing to experiment and yeah. willing to things outside of the because i feel like it'd be really easy solo kind of has this problem like yeah there's acoustic guitars in it but it just kind of sounds it's it sounds like any other like blockbuster right right they're trying, literally nothing about solo stuck with me with the music they're trying i feel like like john williams is amazing as he is and i'm not saying that he's not amazing he makes kind of like what we call traditional film scores it's pretty much mm-hmm. all orchestral fare uh but having a composer that's willing to use synths, willing to use interesting instruments like a bass recorder, uh, willing to j- kind of like experiment and do crazy things and change up the atmosphere of the music so dramatically from episode to episode is mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, and I yeah. hope we get more Star Wars stuff like that because copying John Williams isn't going to help anybody. Yeah, well, I think that now that Mandalorian's hit the precedent for it, I think it'll happen. Yeah, and um, has been very successful. Like, people yeah. always talk about the music and how people good love it the is. music. Yep. Um, I also, as a huge fan of synth, I'm so glad it's coming into Star Wars more. <laughs> I just yeah. love that um, he uses such weird instruments because that, that's, that's a person after my own heart. <laughs> like a recorder. I, but I do hate that that man has made me want to buy a bass recorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, I want to, expensive. I really want to. They're very expensive and it makes me. Upset. I know I've looked at them because I'm like, <laughs> I want to learn a bass recorder because then I can be like, I play recorder. And then people will be like, Seth, because of all the instruments I would play, I feel like that one makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I was really good at normal recorder. I know it's not the same thing, but still, I was very good at that. I was the best in the class. Sorry. It- I'm done with my music tangent. No, Ash, don't apologize. You're an We're all getting on, a tangent. You're an expert on music, and so you should talk about the music when you want to talk about the music. Yeah, if I'm allowed to talk about, like, New Zealand exits, you're allowed to talk about music. So. They... My my question also with the dank troopers was like they power them up and then they just let those gas tubes just flail around all over. Yeah, it just seems really. uh, (laughs) It looks cool. I have questions. It looks cool, Meg. It's rule of cool. Practicalities, practicalities of it. Um, and so yeah, the ladies are storming. Um, and I just wrote all big letters, ladies. That was (laughs) that was so 
cool to me because I didn't notice it. Right. Like, you know, like yep. in Avengers Endgame, there's that scene where there's like all oh, the scene. Right. And it's such like oh. a shitty scene. Right. But this, like, I didn't realize it until the scene was like three, like three fourths of the way done where I was like, there's no men in this shot. Yeah. Right. I Same. had to consciously think like, <laughs> yeah, because oh. it made sense with the story. <laughs> Yeah, right. it made so much. Like, I remember last season we were like, oh, there's no women. This season they were like, all right. Here's, here's some women. Here's <laughs> some ladies. Didn't, they didn't like do the dramatic pan and make and draw attention Ugh, to it. They were like, right. Din's going here, we're going here. That's it. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, it, it really was that, like, we know who these characters are. We know what the plan was. And, like, they're also the ones who are best equipped for this part of the mission. And also, yeah, I exactly. mean, this has been kind of the entire show, but it was kind of nice to the the reversal of okay, the women, your job, go kick a bunch of stormtroopers' asses. The mm-hmm. man, your job, go find the baby and protect go it. Go get the baby. Yeah, yeah go, go be paternal. Yeah. So I just mm, I love mwah. I love Din Djarin so much. Sorry, do you mean Din Djarin? Din Din, Din Djarin. It's when I was. <laughs> Whenever I try and type his full name, my brain just draws a blank because it's just like Dindern. Dindern. So, and I'm like, oh no, that's just how I'm going to spell it now, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, my note here was just, I'm so mad as Gina Carano. Yeah. Uh, because, like, yeah. That, perfect all of those scenes were so fun. And even, like, if it wasn't Gina Carano, like, her getting her gun stuck and like just smacking it till it works is like <laughs> really charming. Um, but it's Gina but because Carano, Gina Carano, I'm yeah. like, how do you jam a laser gun? <laughs> if it happened to anyone else, I would have been like, that's cool. But when it's her, I'm like, how yeah. did you do that? So, huh? That's just that's who just, does that. It's just I mean, really. It I sucks. mean, the difference is like Din's blaster jammed last week and he chucked it at a stormtrooper, and I'm like, that's awesome. very great. And then her. And then her gun jammed. I'm like, you're such a fucking idiot, Kara. Just right. how did you? Even what are you did, doing? Even though she held onto her gun, but still kept beating people with it. Whereas Din was just like, I'm gonna throw it at this Tie Fighter and see if it works. It's like an Animal Crossing when there's two. You've got two villagers of the same type, yeah. but they're you. You get attached to one, but you don't like the other, and they will say the exact same thing. If one of them are like, Oh my god, you're such a sweetheart, and yeah. the other one says it, you're like, Get out of here! Why are you like this? Why are you so lazy? What's wrong with you? It's like the exact I'm same word. Trash in your yard. <laughs> That's how it feels now is Gina is now that villager I hate in Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. So Din, Din's making his way um, to like space all of the dank troopers, but he gets there just a little bit too late. And it's so funny because he's like, oh no. And he just kind of <laughs> shuffles. He like dad jogs over <laughs> to like try to lock the door. <laughs> And then it doesn't it doesn't work, and one comes through, and so he's just fighting one on one, while the other dang troopers literally are just punching the door. They are just punching the door like I'm in kickboxing class, and it's so funny it's that so they funny. have nothing else to do. They're to they're fix like rock'em sock'em robots. Besides punch this door, they wanted so badly. To get through that door, they really <laughs> it's did. all they wanted. It was their yep. sole purpose. And I, I loved all the close-up shots with the red, like horror movie close-up red eye funny. shots too. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. 
Um, and so like Din is fighting this one dang trooper. It's not going well. It's Even kicking the flamethrower flame doesn't work. And Din, I'm sure, feels betrayed. The flamethrower works enough to get it to let him go for a yeah, second. Yeah, he stops sure choking him it. at least. Yeah. Um, but then like the little um, I forgot what they're called. The whistling, the whistling birds. Whistling yeah. birds. Whistling birds. Um, those don't even really work. They just kind of plank. Yeah. Off of it. He used all of his tricks on this one tank trooper, and I'm like, oh, those right. others then, better not get then, onto the ship. And then he remembered that he had the indestructible stick on his Sticks back. always work. <laughs> this this kind of felt like when you're in a video game and you suddenly walk into an area that's just way over-leveled for you. Right. And just, like, no matter what you do, you take like the health down slightly. Yeah. Um yeah, it was very much that kind of mood. The the meme of the Dank Trooper 2020 and Din, all of us just getting punched in the face over and over and <laughs> over, over and, and over. over to where the wall starts caving the wall's in like behind. The, yeah, it. it's just like it physically hurt to watch. I was oh, just yeah. like, oh, I like, feel he that. is gonna have a hell of a concussion after that. Yeah, poor. Like, right, like no wonder he gave his child to Luke Skywalker. His judgment was very much impaired he's... after that interaction. <laughs> you can't. He can't consent to anything after right. all of this. <laughs> I wonder if it does hurt. Do not operate heavy machinery. I wonder if it does hurt, though, because Beskar absorbs vibrations. It still has to have an impact. Yeah. Yeah, it can't, it can't, like, it can absorb vibrations. I don't think it can absorb force. It's like when they took out my wisdom teeth. I didn't feel it, but I still felt it, you know? You still knew something. When they did eye surgery on me, I couldn't feel it, but I still felt it. Yeah. Um, Oh. Also, like, insert random thing from my medical history <laughs> anything you want just take literally anything um there's a, for, there's a whole uh, whole list sorry of all of the things i've watched in star wars it was that bit that made me go how did they do that like practical effects wise or cgi wise mm. like i don't know why that's the thing that has me stuck but i'm like just, I mean, it was probably they just made entirely... a big robot and they just got no no not the robot i mean his helmet going back into the wall i mean oh. it was probably an entirely cg shot the wall yeah, that was made out of jello. That's what I figured. Ooh. That's what I figured, but I was like, that's cool. I like, I like that. like pudding. Yeah. Yeah, pudding wall. <laughs> I think he would squish through a lot more. Just <laughs> Well, they are very, very <laughs> gently punching him. <laughs> Just right into the jello. This is right why we should make pudding. Star Wars movies. We have the best yeah. ideas. Yeah, we do. Honestly, we should. I swear to God, if the next because... season of Glory starts and then they've got like jelly ships. <laughs> Then tra- Trapper Wolf would have been a Shistavanin. Yes. That is a you topic could've... for another podcast episode, but yes. You could have put Dave Filoni in a fursuit and you didn't. He would have loved it too. He would have loved that shit. He might have already had one. But anyway. He, maybe that was like the original plan and they had to like talk him down. They were like, Dave, it's too much. No, it's not too much. Too much too soon. Too much too soon. No. Throw Wait a few all years. of it in there. All of it. Ugh. Anyway, um, and so he spaces the rest of them dang troopers um, and they get up to, the ladies get up to the bridge and they're like, Moff Gideon isn't here, uh, but they kill everybody else, of course. And the Mandalorian comes upon little babies, little cell, and he just murks those guards. <laughs> holy shit (laughs) i think that's like the most ruthless we have seen him fight is those two guards yeah outside of just like i am so close i just got my ass handed to me by a freaking robot 
I just want my child and he's right. behind that door. Like it was, it was visceral. And so of course, when he's in there, Moff Gideon, who's just being a crystal star Luke Skywalker with a dark saber, just kind of hovering it over little Grogu. And Din's like, ugh. <laughs> um, Moff Gideon, so scary so charming and i love when he said assume that i know everything oh, I, love I was just him like so oh rude and then said everything yeah he is <laughs> once again i must emphasize he is an ex isb agent right. like come on people and also it's very cool seeing like because usually we see like villains that are like you know somewhat competent but they're not super competent this is a guy that's actually genuinely scary very competent he's extremely yeah. competent well, it's like, it's like from that moment in season one where he's like, yeah, uh, Mandalorian Din Djarin, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, it's like ISB, baby. Um, and so, you know, he explains about, oh, I know Bo-Katan is there. She wants this. This is like the Darksaber, blah, blah, blah. And of course, Din's like, you can keep it. I do not care. I am here for my baby. And Moff Gideon's like, well, you can take him then because I've got what I wanted. I just want some of his blood and I got some of his blood. So whatevs. And of course, you know, cool. they kind of- This seems fine. They yeah, switch like, places. Once again, ISB agent. Right. <laughs> but it's Din. Din doesn't know these things. Din, place is a little hot. And so, you know, he goes, Moff Gideon's now in front of the door. Um, and like he goes and he almost picks up Grogu. And then, of course, Moff Gideon just keeps whacking his back with the dark saber. It's really funny. My favorite thing about this episode is people constantly using weapons against the Beskar. Right. <laughs> like it's going to do anything. It's Thank very God for funny. Beskar. <laughs> Thank God for Beskar, but it's very funny. So. The man a very short TV series if Best Card did not exist. <laughs> he would have died so many times. He would have died so many times. Um, and so, of course, they end up in the hallway to fight because don't fight in front of a little baby. We don't need any ricochets out here. And I just have to say, the coolest move was when the man was when Din like kicks back. And he kicks back the spear and then it goes forward. Oh, oh yeah. Mwah, mwah, yeah. Mwah. So good. So the choreography good. in this episode was amazing. Yeah, Very I was just to good. say, Din Very had tight. like the best fight scenes of the show in this episode. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This um, is the only time that Din has been like extremely competent. He's so mad. So one thing I do want to say is like, I do love Pedro Pascal with a spear or a lance. Like, yeah. Did it in um, Game of Thrones very good amazing the the end of that scene bad hate it really bad start that scene when he's like flying around with that spear so good so seeing him fight with a spear again i was like yes yeah that's my that's my sexuality is that and boba fett shut the hell up well <laughs> 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 so we all know saf <laughs> i know i was i felt oh my god i had a christmas it's, dinner you're, you're not alone yesterday. saf just know that i know i know but i had a christmas dinner the day before yesterday and i was like cooking the whole day and whenever someone came into the kitchen to talk to me i would start just talking about boba fett <laughs> have you heard <laughs> about <laughs> boba fett <laughs> so by the end of the night all of my friends were like saf stop talking about Please boba stop fett. talking about boba fett <laughs> <laughs> what a weird who would have thought 2020 who would have, who would have seen that coming but it's not really me 
<laughs> and Ethan was... was so mad because he's like, Boba Fett's not allowed to be good. Now I have to fit, pick a new favorite character. <laughs> I want someone to go back. If someone ca- went back to like 2019, Ash, and was like, yeah, one of your fit, you're going to hate Cara Dune. And gonna Boba, Boba Fett's going to be going to be one of your favorite characters from season two. I'd be like, ha ha, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. You'd Literally you'd everything about the end of the piss season. Piss off, ghost! And then like... <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Um, anyway, so then Din lets Moff Gideon live uh, because Din's like that. And Moff Gideon's like, oh boy! <laughs> he's, like, choice, he's like, baby! <laughs> he's like, oh, this will be interesting. I was like, oh no. That's the wrong choice yep. you never let them live uh, i i i was i was really scared that he was gonna kill him because i was like i want moff getting instagram because i really like well, the color esposito so when he didn't kill him i was like thank god thank you din yep bless your heart yep bless your he's, idiot heart yeah he's, thank goodness because some of his best scenes had yet to happen at that point too true. yeah it's yeah true. yeah so <laughs> he so back back up in the in the front of the ship i'm like it's not it's not a driver's seat bridge yeah (laughs) i was like it's not a cockpit on a big in the the living room the main lobby (laughs) in the the living room in the bridge um (laughs) din comes in you know with moth gideon just has has his hands tied um and little baby's binders and just on the baby and the dark saber and he's just I love like, that he's just holding the dark saber. He's he's ready to slice and dice if it comes to that. Um and so they walk in and of course Bogotan's like <laughs> Wait, we need to talk before we get to we, so so last week or two weeks ago the question was why does the empire have baby-sized handcuffs on hand at all times but apparently they're customizable because he used them on yeah Gideon. i guess they just so they you can just like of, plug in like, plug in the wrist diameter and they're like <laughs> there's like a little force field around them so like it's not oh, entirely around. yeah there's like a thing around them mm-hmm. I love Star Wars. I love stupid Star Wars decks. Right, like that's cool. That's smart. Um, And so, you know, and so then Moff Gideon is having a great time with all of this. Oh, he is having so much fun. Just like mocking Bo-Katan. Do I I get to explain to Din why? Do I get to explain to Din why? Do I get to tell this story? She has to kill you now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Din's just like, no, what? no, she doesn't. Here's the sword. It's fine. I don't, I don't want it. Like, please. Like, I don't want like, this. Yeah, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard right. in my it's entire so life. It's so funny. Like, and people are like, mad. So like, I'm a purist because I won't take my helmet off, but you have to kill me for the stupid sword. Right. Come on. You know, it's so funny because, like, like, not only does, like, he didn't have to kill Gideon to get the sword, so obviously she doesn't have to kill him. No um, for another thing, like, it's very funny that people are very mad because this isn't what Sabine and her do in Rebels. But I'm like, I don't right. give a shit because this is so funny. <laughs> I think funny. I think this can I think the Sabine thing can honestly be explained away with one line of dialogue from Bo-Katan that's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was given the dark saber before, and people didn't believe in me, and I got a whole planet destroyed. Uh... Um, so I don't deserve it, or I didn't yeah. deserve it. You know, yeah, or or like because clearly she's lost it somehow. So someone must have just like it clearly became a thing somehow. 
Um, yeah. And that like, that is a thing that happens. Like a leader gets challenged and then destroyed, like defeated, not destroyed, defeated. And then the next person becomes a leader. It makes sense that from that point that happens. And right, I feel like at this point, like, Bo-Katan shouldn't be Mandalore. This yeah, is no, I'm not okay with her being Mandalore. With a lot of people, but I... <laughs> Not, not on this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> She's very high and mighty. You know, if you're high horse Bo-Katan, stop being the Mandalore. She already lost it. She didn't win it in the first place. I don't think she deserves to be Mandalore. And I also don't think she'd be a good leader because she's so obsessed with being a leader. She's so obsessed with the Darksaber and like ruling Mandalore again. And I really do believe that like the best leaders are the ones that don't want the job. And yeah. the thing with Din is like Din. Yeah. The thing with Din is like Din is completely not qualified for this, but he also has been known to step up to the plate of literally everything that gets thrown at him. Like that's just yeah. his personality. He's like, okay, I have a baby now. Okay, I'm gonna do this now. We're gonna liberate a town now. Okay, like he just kind of goes with ever, and he wants to help people above everything else. And I think that would make. I think he'd be a good Mandalore. That's- I think he would be. I think he would be, but I also don't want him to be. Yeah, I don't want him to be because I don't want him to be stuck on Mandalore, leading Mandalorians. Yeah, give it to like- Boba Fett. But I think like season three is probably going to be about like him and Bo-Katan because Grogu is not going to be in it. Uh, Don't probably. say things like that. I'm I think ju- I think he'll, he'll come back. I, I think I think I think they got they did this at the end of the season to get Grogu out of the way so they can do a story about taking back Mandalore without having to worry about where the baby is. You oh, yeah. think and I'm not worried record- about where that baby? No, is? No, I know. Yeah, I'm no, no, no. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get I'm there. Just, Before the I- record. I do want to say to any listeners that aren't sure about it, season three of this show is happening. It's it is confirmed. confirmed. It's the not show a is happening. I've seen a lot of people. Rap. No, that is a separate thing. I've seen a lot of people worried that a season three isn't happening. It absolutely is. It's been it confirmed. It is happening, and Pedro Pascal is confirmed of coming back. So, yeah, like yeah, I don't know why fine. people were worried about. I don't know. We've known, known that season three was happening. We've known that season three is happening show. for a while. Right. Yeah. Boba Fett, I think they said it was like a mini series. It's like three or four episodes. Yeah, they're not gonna last minute change the show to a different show. It's fine. No. No. Um, but I think like I think honestly the reason Grogu's not there is so they could get him out of the way. Well, so they could let's get to that story. heartbreak in a in a little but, bit. Because sorry, that was just. But I think Din being the Mandalore or having the dark saber is really interesting. Oh yeah, I've never been to Mandalore. It is very interesting. I mean, like a good. He's like a good person who helps people. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to be caught in all that bureaucracy and shit. Right. And like, I just. Why do they need to take Mandalore back? Because it's the. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the theme of the show is like all these old customs that we're stuck in are not worth it. Like, like the whole thing with Din and his helmet is like, it's an old custom, like. And and what if he learns anything from Grogu? Hopefully, it's that you can take your helmet off from time to time. I mean, you know? it's mainly Bo-Katan that wants to take Mandalore back, right? right. And I think it's just but interesting how both because... these characters have these traditions that they're so stuck up on, and it's it's be interesting to examine like why are these things important, and and do they actually really matter? Yeah. Or is there a different way we can solve this problem without being stuck in these antiquated traditions? Yeah, and I think and... a lot of Bo-Katan as well is like. Like she fought for that planet for a long time and right. she's already lost it once. And, and like, like, I'm not saying that she's got a good point, but I'm also like, another thing with that is like everyone else, like I know we talked about before is like possibly the propaganda is that Mandalore's not actually 
all destroyed and everything. But it seems like literally everyone else except for Bo-Katan thinks that it is. So I'm like, maybe Bo-Katan's actually the, the unreliable narrator here. Right, I, I mean- Bo-Katan is just obsessed with it because she lost it. Right. While right. it and was like, her responsibility to protect it. Yeah, and like, if she's doing all of this and like getting people roped into it and or getting people killed, because she's trying to ease her feelings of guilt and shame, like that, that can't be your reasoning to try to get Mandalore back when the Mandalorians, other Mandalorians that you meet, like don't want it back. There's like, there's like this really interesting idea with Din being a Mandalorian that I don't think Bo-Katan has. It's that Mandalorian isn't a race, it's a creed. Right. right? So the interesting thing could be like next season, Bo-Katan being obsessed with the dark saber and getting Mandalore back, and Din's just like being a man. That's not what being a Mandalorian means. Asgard is a people, not a place. <laughs> it would be very funny if in the first episode she just kicks his ass, takes the lightsaber, and then leaves. Right, and he's like, <laughs> "All right, what am I supposed to do now?" <laughs> now I have to find this Jedi that kidnapped my child accidentally. <laughs> right. I re- I have regrets. Now I got to go find my baby again. <laughs> But I think like their dynamic is so interesting because they're so different. <laughs> yeah, like, I I think it'd be really fun to explore that and like really, you know, what is being a Mandalorian. I just, I worry about not being able to do that with like real nuance and sincerity. Considering Right, that's that's why because it's Star Wars and because of like who we have spearhead in this show that they wouldn't necessarily dive into that kind of emotional perspective. I think it's it's I don't know. There's a lot that you could do with it. Like Bo-Katan really reminded me in a lot of ways of Satine in this episode. Mm-hmm. She was uh, very Satine. Satine was very much like a bitch. <laughs> I like Satine, but sure, we'll go with doesn't that. Doesn't make her not a bitch. Like, no, you're, not, you're not, not wrong. Satine was very set in her ways. Right. I thought Mandalore needed to be one thing when that's not what everybody else wanted. And I think Bo-Katan might need to learn that lesson too. I don't right. know. Yeah. Anyway, so surprise, the Dag Troopers come back because like, like K2 told us in Rogue One, droids are fine in space. Yeah, <laughs> like the instant when they spaced those droids, I was like, we know they have thrusters. Droids are immune to space. These guys are coming back. Like, I forgot about it. I, I, I the moment, the moment I was surprised when they came back. I was so mad at myself when I was surprised that right. they came back. So I was like, oh, obviously. I was, because like, right, when he spaced them, I was like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't think anything. I was so stressed by like, his fight with the uh, one. I was just like relieved. They're like, okay, they're gone. Thank goodness. Yeah. I was like, oh, he only had to fight one. I thought I was going to The moment they were spaced, I was like, Oh, thank God. That's fine. And then the next second, I was like, oh, shit. I was really disappointed. I was like, man, the dark troopers aren't even cool in this. They're supposed to be like the most like deadly troopers in the Empire. And they sure are. They get spa- And then they came back and I was like, oh. <laughs> I played uh, Dark Forces. Right. <laughs> so- I interrupt this podcast to inform you all that two minutes ago, Daniel Logan tweeted a gif of young daniel logan saying yep <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh please wow. yep all right so 
them dang troopers are at the door punching again. <laughs> they just love, they to, love punch to punch doors. <laughs> they just they just love those bitches just love to punch. And all I, all I could think like, of was the rock'em sock'em robots in Toy Story 2. <laughs> when, like yelling at each other and knock each other off the table. <laughs> when I'm um when when I get up at like midnight or like 2 a.m. because I'm really, really hungry and I can't fall asleep. I like to this is the stupidest thing. <laughs> when I go down and I'm like raiding the cupboard, I'm like, I love to munch, I love to crunch, I love to punch. <laughs> and that was how I felt watching these so guys. They just they're ready, they're ready to munch and crunch, but and on punch. humans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. got punched. Basically, they're hungry, is what we're getting at. Yeah, they're real they're hungry. hungry. They're hungry they're for the blood. They are hungry for the blood of their enemies. <laughs> So my favorite thing too is Moff Gideon's forced to the ground at one point and like he happens to sit down like a pretty princess like right next to a blaster and he just like kind of looks down and hides it with his cape which is also why you should wear a cape. You can hide Mm. blasters. And I know it's supposed to be blood but it kind of looks like he just put on his lipstick. He did. Yeah. He's supposed to be bleeding a little bit. He's all gussied up. But like Okay speaking of lipstick actually. Speaking Speaking of of lipstick. lipstick. Um who who's the makeup artist for this show why do you keep giving the woman such obvious lipstick colors it's very strange very bizarre why does gina carano have pink lips as opposed to like it's very like, like glossy yeah, glossy like... pink okay i was gonna say my lips are pink too is that a problem no 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 like bo-katan's lips also have like a really obvious shade like it's just whenever she faces a tint to it did you did you really need to do such a strong tint it's very obvious right especially for all these people who are like living on the edge and stuff that like nobody has chap lips yeah like i'm i like left my house and i still have chap lips like Cara Junis, these like shiny pink lips. It's like no, 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 right. no, no. I'm like, you don't need to make them look succulent. Like, just stop. Just stop. It's fine. And yeah, I I really did love that little bit of blood coming out of Moff Gideon's mouth. It was just, it didn't need to happen, but they made it happen, and yep. it was great. Because I'm like, when did he, like, did he get punched in the face, and that's why his mouth is bleeding? Or did he get like, does he have some internal bleeding? Because that's way worse. And I just couldn't figure it out, but I liked it anyway. <laughs> and he's really having the greatest time still. The only person who's having a good time in Cara, this entire room. Kara like elbowed him and knocked him to the ground, I think is what happened. Mm. But he's Yeah, are we at the point where he tried to shoot himself time. yet? No. No, not yet. That's after the dang troopers fail. Oh, okay. yeah. That's oh yeah, 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 yeah. When, when, yep. Right, so the dang troopers are happening and no one really knows what to do. And then it gets called out. Then a single X-Wing appears. Instantly. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Instantly. It's where Gentilly's not. The moment I saw the X-Wing, I was Can like- Can you imagine? What if it was uh, Corn, Corn Horn? Horn. What if no. it was Corn Horn? Oh, man. No, his ship is like green and shit, isn't it? I mean, yeah, He's in Legends, he is a green Corcorillian yeah. uh, X-Wing. And- and Kara, dude, in her never-ending quest to always have egg on her face, goes, "Oh look, a single X-wing. We're saved." <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So then we we see a solitary cloaked figure, all in black. Ah, oh, I thought mm. we'd only have to deal with Ahsoka for one episode. And there's no there. multiple there, Danny. <laughs> Is it like, bad? 
is it bad that I didn't realize who it was until at the that point when the cloaked figure came, came out? Okay, to be fair, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Luke, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure that's Luke. I wasn't then they like do a close up on the hand. I wasn't when they do the gloved hand, positive, and then the green lightsaber came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I yeah. saw like the green lightsaber and I also saw the shape of the lightsaber. I was like, oh, yeah, this looks lightsaber. That's right, cool. because I mean, I wasn't really paying attention. Like, I wasn't trying to think my way through this episode. Mm. I was just trying to feel this episode. And so I was just like brain empty, just watching the Mando. And so, yeah, when the do. when the lightsaber was green, I was like, oh, it's Luke. But like, also like, what the fuck is Luke Skywalker doing here? <laughs> but I did like how the, they first, the first time you see the lightsaber, it's on the screen that Grogu's looking at. Right. So you can't yeah. see the color. You can't until, tell. Yeah, they do make cool. it ambiguous to begin with. And I really do like that. They go back and forth between yep. them watching on the camera versus like you actually see Luke doing these moves. Because yeah, there's like this one bit in it where like Baby Yoda's watching it. And, right. oh. and he's like, like oh. the Mando pops oh. up next to him. And one of my favorite things in Star Wars is like pop up characters where they just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> I love that. And when you did that, I was like, what are you looking at, baby? And, and it also gives you the sense of, like, when we're watching Luke through the cameras, like, it is even more frightening than watching him do it, like, when, when we're just, like, with him there. Because you know, this small screen and he's just so easily taking out these droids. And imagine being in that room just being like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm. And it's Bo-Katan who's like, a Jedi? It's and- weird that Cara Dune doesn't know who he is. That right? is weird. Well, to be fair, I don't think anyone really knows who he is until like, I mean, like, it's not like a lot of people would have met him in person. Right, they would have just right. known who he was. She certainly would have heard about him. Yeah, though- like it's been a few years. It's entirely possible there are other like that she thinks there are other Jedi at this point, um, or that Luke's off right. somewhere else. Um, also, she she's 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 Gina Carano, so she's just an idiot. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like I don't think that you know everybody knows Luke in the way that like we all think Luke now is this galactic. Everybody knows who he is. Um, like probably heard the rumors, but wouldn't necessarily be able to recognize him on sight. Um, and then, right, so, like, they're, all those droids are obviously losing, and that's when Moff Gideon gets the gun, just shoots Bo-Katan. Shoots her best guy a bunch. I thought Bo-Katan was straight up murdered in this scene. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of looked like it at first. It did, Because of the way it was shot, she, like, went Mm. to the ground and didn't come back up. Right. end of the scene when they're right. all standing and then of course he turns the the gun on grogu and the mandalorian horizontally and I screamed like jumps over slides so in good. right again with the best car and then of course he tries to shoot himself and um he stopped so yeah it's just constantly shooting Beskar, my guy come on you gotta stop you know what Beskar does right and so he's still alive at the end of this. And they're all waiting at the door as that mysterious cloaked figure is like done with the droids. And he's just waiting there. And, you know, the baby's all like, ah. And, you know, Din orders them to open the door, but they're like, 
nah boy he just murderized all those robots yep um and din's like oh and has to do everything around here yeah because he's like <laughs> obviously this is the jedi that the baby is called like right. clearly because like, if he's yeah. killing the droids like not a bad person like on yeah. our side and like if he wanted to kill you he could just let the droids do it right like, they were gonna get there right and so he op- he opens the door and we see, we finally see it's Luke Skywalker with his Versace, are they Versace boots? Um, <laughs> All that fancy boy. And his, and his one, one black leather glove, because I guess he got used to just wearing it like that because it's been five years. <laughs> Look, okay. I can't judge him because once I find a comfy outfit that works for me, I, I do stick with that one outfit. I never change it. Okay. Has so, it okay. been five years? Cause he doesn't look a day over four ABY. He he's got good moisturizer i guess yeah got good computer generated so i have to say we're most... gonna talk about this i have to say i thought that they recast him i did not realize yeah, until i saw the moment. credits i did not realize that it was mark hamill aged down i thought it was just an entirely different actor because he yeah, didn't look like, like young luke to me but it also didn't look like cgi i was just like this is a random guy. like is this sebastian yeah stan? like, like it was that? actually really yeah. good they yeah. really should just gone sebastian stan I, my I agree. take on this is they should have recast him yeah because whenever that they look the face thing is much better than it was in rogue one right like leaps and yeah. bounds better than it was in rogue one but it's still weird <laughs> I, I, honestly, I just don't have an eye for it i didn't notice it in rogue one i didn't notice it here i just i don't barely noticed notice it here I mean, and i generally have an eye for it i noticed that he like he doesn't look like luke skywalker yeah he does look like a younger version of current mark hamill <laughs> it's which like is a younger weird. old mark hamill right yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like well, the thing is like it's like the shape it's the shaped face right yeah. like he has a this luke has a much rounder face than like actual like return of the jedi luke does it's like um, if you took return of the jedi luke a photo of him and put it into one of those apps that ages you Right, yeah. But then right. ran it back through the app that de-ages you. Right. <laughs> you get what we saw in this episode. Yeah. Right. And like it's not well, bad. Well, they would have definitely used just... footage from Return of the Jedi to do it as well. Um, no, my thing is I don't want them to recast it because one thing, not the right voice. And I do like I don't have I have a fantasia, so the voice thing is actually really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if they recast it, it would mean that they're actually having more young Luke and everything. Right, right. And yeah. the fact that they didn't recast him means that he's not gonna do that, which I'm very relieved to see because we don't need more of him. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like when, when I realized it was just him, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. People so, were very mad it I wasn't think, Sebastian Stan, which like. I think this scene was, I don't hate the idea of Luke in it. It did make me really upset when I watched it. But I think the way that this scene was executed was not great. Because <laughs> he immediately walks in the room and reaches his hand out and is like, come here, little one, without even introducing himself. Yeah. Like, yeah why didn't he say I'm Luke Skywalker and I'm here to rescue you? Well, because I think for him, the whole thing with him is like a Jedi a reached out to him. Okay. He just came to get yeah, a baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like he literally like <laughs> had a Jedi reach out to him and be like, come pick me up. He's like, okay. Like he doesn't know that there's like a whole father-son relationship thing here at first. He's just like. It's, hey. It just, it, I just thought it was really weird. <laughs> it was, yeah, that he didn't say anything even about the situation that's going on. Because Luke, this is kind of a weird and maybe it's not weird for him, but like I don't think it's weird for him. I like, think we only remember that Luke is a dumbass, right? Well, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, it was, it was, it was abrupt, um, and I, 
I'm going to let everybody else talk about this because really the only thing I have left to say about this episode until we get into the after credits is that I am so upset that Grogu went with Luke. I am. I know. I was really hoping it would happen. I was sobbing. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that's that's just really not how I thought this would go. Like, that's um, why I do think that he's going to come back because like, like you can't, you can't I take it. So. Cause otherwise it's like, we learned nothing from the prequels. Well, no, the thing there is like it, his whole like character has been built. Like taking the kid away for a while makes sense to give his character room to grow without it. But like the story doesn't make sense narratively to take the baby out and then continue the story fully. And it's, Right. It to doesn't me, make it, sense. To me, it's like I'm not interested in a Mandalorian that doesn't have that relationship at the at the center of it. Like, yeah, taking back Mandalore, Darksaber, that's cool. But I've also seen what? What I say? What? What are you laughing at? You? Not laughing at you, Ash. <laughs> oh no! Can you hear the children? Uh, we can see the children. We can see the children. <laughs> Get the heck out of my room, Kenar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it. <laughs> Saf, be nice. Be nice. It was funny. <laughs> um, I'm not wearing my glasses, so I can't see anything that's happening on the screen right now except no, for like, your vague face you're shape. Fine. Sorry. Um, it was just. <laughs> It kept happening, and I was just like, because I just saw like a brief flash at first. So I was like, oh, it's like Saf's feet, you know, she's just waving them around. And then it was, then it yeah. was. <laughs> um, sorry, I just, I, it was funny. It's it just funny. I'm not, I'm like not really interested in the show that's not about that. And right. I don't, and I think the I think a lot of people aren't going to be interested in that. As well. I think right. the Which majority is why I don't of the casual Grogu's going to be gone very long. Yeah. I, I agree that they're going to tell the Mandalore story now, but I cannot see them doing the show without Grogu for also, more than one or two another episodes. Thing, no another, point, no another point to this is that they cannot leave that baby with Luke because we know what happens to Luke's academy. We know what happens to all the children that he takes in. And people are not going to be okay stay with there. that. Yeah, the baby cannot stay there. Like, Grogu's about to go hang out with young Ben now. Like, that's just bad news for everyone. Grogu's going to meet Ben and just be like, no. I'll take my dad back. I want to go back to dad, please. I think like there could be like a, there could be like an interesting thing of Luke cannot train him because he's too attached. Like maybe Grogu reached out to Luke because he thought that like dad, dad said he's dangerous. I can't handle you like to his face. And we know that Grogu understands more than he lets on. And that, like, the thing here is that Man- Mando's only doing this because everyone has told him to, right. um, and yeah. like the baby's only doing it because everyone has told him to. Like, it's it's everyone's telling them what to do, and I think like narratively it makes sense because like this is kind of a thing that happens, um, is that like going into like narrative structure of things, but like generally at the end of a second season, if it's a continuing thing that's already confirmed, there will be some kind of loss that will stick around for the next season for a little while. Um, to kind of change the dynamics of things. And I think that's what's going to happen here. And I think he will come back because like, it just doesn't, from a marketing perspective, it doesn't make sense. From a narrative perspective, it doesn't make sense. Like none of it right. makes sense if he doesn't come back. Right. Because like when it wasn't... Jim went to a different branch on The Office at the end of that one season. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Okay, yeah. But the beginning of season three back. was very good. 
you know Jim is gonna come back and that mm. he and Pam will be together. He shouldn't like, have because Pam's not interesting. But there it create creates some tension. I would not hate if the first couple of episodes of the next season are sort of like split where we're like we're seeing what Dan is doing, but also seeing Luke train or yeah, it's like when the Gilmore girls split Rogue. up for a bit and and them being absent really hits you home yeah, with like, the impact I, I, of why they really I, just yeah exactly <laughs> the yeah, when Rory went to college those seasons were bad <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying that's that, why they do like seasons gave you the, made you realize that like yeah. this exists they that's their bot it, it's important t- for them to be together but there is like this really interesting thing of like Din thinks he's doing the right thing and Grogu probably thinks he's doing the right thing, but it's not the they right thing. They hate it, but they but hate it. But it's not the right thing. They like, both hate it. Yeah. That's not I, the right thing. Yeah. I just like, like, I do think Grogu's going to be back in the story, but like, I just, I really hate that that happened and I understand why it happened, but I just. It couldn't have been any other Jedi. I just. I mean, I don't even care about, like, I really do, I have no opinion on Luke Skywalker. And no, I mean, like, the, 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 like, the point of this is, like, the trajectory was that he has to go back to a Jedi because he's a Jedi and blah, blah, blah. And then from there, they'll probably figure out that that's not actually important. But, like, from the start of that arc, like, it, it, it leads to Luke. Like, there's no other way they could have done that. There's no other random Jedi they could have pulled out of their ass to be like, yeah. yes, the baby's gonna go with this Jedi, and everyone be like, yeah, it, it's okay. Mace Windu. It, yeah, was never, like, it was never, it was never gonna be Ezra. It was never gonna be Cal Katsis. It was. Yeah, I don't know why anyone expects that because we we wouldn't like the casual audience as well as us would not be like no this idea. child is safe with this random character. No the only one we would trust is Luke, and even then we're like, ah. yeah, and yeah, I. I got really annoyed with all the like that was fan service about Luke Skywalker showing up, and it's like if it was Ezra, it would have been fan service to a different set of fans. That's right. like, yeah, like this is this makes like ugh. who are you gonna put there that wasn't like a reference to somebody that we already when knew, you're like, telling a story in a shared universe, everything is fan service to someone. Yes. Star <laughs> like, Wars is like oh my a dumb, god, Star Wars is a dumb space movie and TV show. It's not supposed to be like this super, super deep thing that's supposed to take everything super seriously. Yeah. You have to take it. Luke Skywalker's going to show up. That's fine. Like <laughs> He's barely there at all. Like, obviously, like, he doesn't upstage. Like, okay, he's right, he thing, doesn't like, upstage anyone because he's there for like. Show. Yeah, he's there for like a very brief amount of time. He comes in with like this mythic level power that like we feel and also the characters in it feel. So we are put in the same place as the protagonists. Um, like, important part of and writing it's also, anyways it's, I, also sorry, mem- it's also not the memorable part of that scene like, it's not the emo- yeah no. the, the emotional that scene through, the emotional through line of the scene is din taking off his helmet yeah and saying goodbye uh, to like hate it hate it anyways no i have more i have more i have more sorry i'm getting into my narrative stuff now anyways there's all of that like whatever but people who are getting into like this is a comment on the last jedi or this is retroactively does stuff with the last jedi it's like no you're just you don't know how storytelling works. This like this is has... in between Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi. And like... this is so far from The ah. Last Jedi. Like it, like, it happened very... so far for and like you also, if you even you shouldn't even bring Last Jedi into this, but if you want to bring it into this, then it's because like Luke's 
ultimate pain is because he thought he was doing the right thing. He was mm-hmm. doing so good. He was so powerful. And then he fucked up. And yeah, so this he thought, is like Luke, continuing what the Jedi was. Yeah, like this, this is, is Luke, Luke thinking he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. He is strong and powerful and fixes the galaxy. And then he fucks up. Like yeah. we, like this is the Luke. This is literally this the trajectory is, of him. Right. Like this What's is the- confident like Luke skywalker jedi master like this is like and oh they made him badass like luke's already badass we know that he's a full jedi yeah like luke's luke's a badass we already know that and he was also badass in the last jedi and i don't understand i don't like the sequels like so i hate that i am on like technically the same side as some of these people but luke was cool in the last jedi and that last little bit he was super cool um and beyond that people being like oh we don't see the compassionate luke they're literally dark troopers. What do you expect them to do? Come on. Like, he's slicing through a bunch of evil droids. Like, right. me, a droid fan, am like, these are not sentient droids that you no, can reason No, they are with. programmed literally like, just to, like, take out whatever target the Empire tells them to do. The opinions like, on this in the last make me so mad. Didn't shish kebab to stormtrooper like ten minutes before this happened when we still think yeah. he's kind and I sorry yeah it's really <laughs> people like, talking people, about Luke Skywalker makes me so mad which is people, weird because I don't like Luke Skywalker people talk about this in relation to the last Jedi I'm like learn literally stop. learn to engage with any story that exists stop talking about like I know you meant to say <laughs> I know you meant to like I know I say take Star Wars at face value don't take it at that much face value right. <laughs> What's the rule of of if there is a thing that exists somewhere, there's a porn version of it on the internet? Rule, what is 34. rule 34. Rule 34. We need like yeah. the Star Wars version of that, which is like if a thing happens in Star Wars somewhere, some fan is making it about The Last Jedi. Oh, it's yep. true. <laughs> but also Rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah, also that's Rise also Skywalker. happening. Yeah. At this, it's point. Just, at, <laughs> this, this weekend has annoyed me so much. I just want to scream, let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Just be chill. Like, it's Star Wars. They will not let it go because this is all they have. Find this is why I also have Halo. This is why you have more than one thing you like. Can we really talk about the post credit scene yet? Because I'm ready to talk about the post credit scene first. I feel like we need to talk about the helmet first. Oh yeah, the beauty taking off the helmet. Yeah, we need to hear. We need to hear Heath talk about this scene. My God. <laughs> I just um when Grogu reaches up and touches his face and his eyes like close for a second when he does it, just whew, I lost I'm it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cry you just talking about it. Oh I lost it. This is well, this is the moment. No hesitation I, this time. This yeah. is the moment where I cried harder than anything in Star Wars ever. Yeah. Yeah, this got me <laughs> harder than anything sobbing. else. Oh, I was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. This really got me. This is like what I I hate the Jedi what I love about this so much is that both times when Din chooses to take off his helmet it's for Grogu and he doesn't even hesitate yeah there's like no with the last thought. one with the last one there is a little bit of hesitation and then at the end of it like he still got Mayfeld to be like Mayfeld is still like nobody's gonna face so like he was still like bending the rules a little bit he was still like had followed yeah. the creed mostly mm. um but this one was fully like take his mask off in front of other in front of a bunch room. of other people yeah, yeah like this was act and no hesitation whatsoever like 
So I really want to cut of this episode where it pans over to everyone else in the room and they're all like trying to be respectful, but also like trying to sneak a look because they all yeah, want like, to know what it looks like. So like looking, but now looking at like trying to make sure no one else sees them, like trying to look like all at the same time. Mm. You you <laughs> know FedEx like, not even him? trying to pretend FedEx not didn't try, to. Yeah. <laughs> FedEx, FedEx just goes around like. <laughs> I would have thought blonde. Click. <laughs> yeah, take a <laughs> well, she has to show Boba later. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I saw his face, Boba. She's like, I saw his face, Boba. It's actually pretty nice. It's pretty <laughs> and nice. he's like, it's damn, I owe nice. you 20 now because we had a bet who was going to see it first. Right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm not saying, I'm purposely staying out of this. <laughs> I am staying out of this on purpose. Uh, Saf bait. It- Oh, um, yeah. This was one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars. I think I agree. I think For me sure. too. Yeah, it, it was, was the uh, the music too. It was the music. Oh, the music. Yeah. The whole the whole music from like when Luke comes in is just beautiful. Like mm-hmm. this whole last bit has just beautiful music. Well, they they it's the it's binary sunset, which is yeah. Which anytime that song is in Star Wars, I immediately start Rude. crying. It <laughs> messes me up real bad. And then it kind of it it goes into the motif from the egg episode, that light yeah. synth stuff. Whenever Grogu is looking at Din's face, <sighs> and then it I think if I remember correctly, it goes back into the binary sunset a little bit as <laughs> Luke is walking away. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. Like God damn, that music's good. And they just had to get fucking R2 in there. Just that oh, was fan service. That they was have an R2 so, there. We all have our limits, and I think that was mine. R2 is my was, limit the in entire like everything. Time when R2 like leaned forward, this is why I have no limit because there's no point with Star Wars. When R2 like leans forward, I don't know like he's gonna show him a hologram of Yoda. Right? Yeah. <laughs> except oh, except been, Yoda. What I accidentally cool. did. What I said out loud was, "Is he gonna show him a hologram of Yaddle?" And then I was like. <laughs> Well, yes. that wasn't what I meant to I say. I mean, R2 was hanging around the Jedi Temple could, could when Grogu was there, too. So I'm imagining R2 just being that, Like, that was the moment when Grogu was like, oh, I can go with you because I know this little droid. Yeah, yeah I, I figured that. that he knows this droid already. I know this Like, guy. that was what I was yeah. figuring. That's, the, that's a Jedi droid. Yeah. Oh, I know this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I know that guy. Right, but R2 would have been like... But wait, you were with the guy who killed all my friends. <laughs> right, like... Uh... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> I think it was like it was this really the fact that Din the first thing he says uh when Luke is like trying to take the baby he's like he doesn't want to go with you that yeah like and, Din Din knows he was waiting for permission Din was just like oh I guess he doesn't want to go I guess I guess go. too bad see you later <laughs> thanks for saving us I guess he wants to I say. almost expected Din to say no. Yeah, I was really hoping he would say no. I thought I thought once like Luke was holding um Grogu I and was... like they were kind of communicating, I thought Luke was gonna be like, Oh, I can't take him from you, right? Like he's supposed to be here with you. I was that's like, what I thought for... was gonna happen. Yeah, I was hoping for like, you know, in romantic movies when one person's like leaving, like through an airport, and then the other person's like leaving and then they Wait. turn around, they run and back. they run out. I thought that was gonna happen while he was like going towards the elevator. I was like, and it keeps going back, like it keeps cutting back to Din. I was like, Din's gonna do that. He's gonna run and be like, Wait, no. And then he didn't do that. 
Yeah. I think and I wasn't emotionally prepared for him not to do that. Well, that it might did be cut to black immediately weapons. after, so maybe season three will pick up like a second later, and it'll be <laughs> did like banging on the elevator, being like, "Hang on, like, wait, everyone." <laughs> that might be like what Grogu's little arc in season three is, though. It's just trying Luke, to get back to Dan. Luke being like, "I cannot train this kid." Like it's, or maybe we'll get like a nice Force Ghost thing. <laughs> of like maybe maybe an obi-wan so you can have that nice or maybe maybe promotion. yoda what if it was yeah, <laughs> yeah yoda yoda wouldn't work right because because he shows up i don't know i mean he would just show up for for grogu not for luke yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. I, the last jedi scene didn't make me think that luke and yoda had never spoken since yoda it just died. seems like they haven't talked for a very like it's been long a while because okay, luke yeah, cut yeah. himself off so yeah, i don't luke think that would right. be yeah right. fair enough fair enough but yeah. people will think it does yeah, oh right. yeah, of course. Rule 34. Oh, would be a thing. Yeah. That'd be a thing. <laughs> no, Rule 34 a different is, number. That is that is some Luke and Yoda part. <laughs> I don't want I don't want rule 34 that. Let, it's rule no, 69. Luke and now. Force Ghost Yoda porn. It surely that, exists. That, that right? is gonna get tagged with improper use of the force. <laughs> which That's is my not how- it's a real tag. It's a. It's my favorite tag on AO3 Star Wars <laughs> is improper use of the force because it's always about porn. Oh, I love fandom. My favorite uh-huh. is no betas who die like Padme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me. Oh, I didn't know there was a tag. I need to use that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it. I I get it. I just I just want them to be together. And I just like I don't want them trying to find each other to again be like the point and like the plot of the show, right? Like finally we have this because we also don't know that he's like safe, safe because like Moff Gideon's still alive, and so like who knows really what's going to happen in season three? Mm-hmm. Nobody. But to be fair, season two did manage to surprise us pretty much every time. It it did. I kind There's of a like, number of ways season three could go, and I feel like I'm I'm kind of interested in all of them. So that's, that's yeah, a good I'm place to be. Yeah, I'm curious what they're gonna do because, like, I'm not gonna at this point in time. I'm not gonna be like the shows. I mean, there are certain points that I'm like the show's obviously gonna do this because of storytelling reasons. So they're not gonna subvert that many things. Right. But like in the grand scheme of things, like I for one thing, I'm bad at predicting what things I'm gonna do unless I'm joking. Um, <laughs> like genuinely very bad at theories. But like another thing is like. This show has already managed to surprise me in a lot of ways. I'm like, there's no point me trying to think about what they're going to do and then base my future thinking on that. Like, I'm just going to go into it. Just no thought PDMD, which is basically how I go into everything. I wish Um, I could do that. (laughs) My friend immediately is like, oh, this could happen and this could happen and this could happen. And I am very sorry to do this, but I am very much like, my heart is very prepared to be in this is for like two of us to be starting halo 5 and cortana isn't there for chief because that breaks my heart and i do like i like my heart to be broken so i am very excited for that i don't i don't want it with i can do it with like other things but not with a dad and his baby i really cannot i can't yeah. deal with that with my with my dad feelings mm. and like every time yeah. i'm i'm gonna start crying but like Every time I 
leave my dad like he still starts crying when i leave when he's like dropping me off at the airport he actually parks the car and pays for parking which he never does but he'll pay for parking and he'll still hover until like i go all the way through security check for the airplane and like as we hug goodbye which also we never hug except for like saying goodbye like i can tell he starts crying and so like i can't i don't want this to be what happens <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that scene messed me up for very similar reasons. Um, Dad feels. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, and I just. Separation can't be more than a couple of episodes. Right. And especially in an an eight episode season, right? They're like, they're really limited with how much time that they have. And like, are they going to have a time jump, right? Between seasons two and three, um, which they didn't really have between one and two. So it's going to be. I think they actually did have quite a time jump. We just didn't really see it happen. I think maybe like a couple months. But maybe. then did the yeah, time there was a jump dec- really happen? <laughs> yes, it did. Because like every time he goes to see him he's seen before, they're like, oh, it's been a while. Like, yeah. I mean, Navarro is, like, completely different. Yeah, it's definitely implied that there's been quite a time. That's grief. That's grief. Um, But, yeah, like, right, like, how how long of a time jump, or if there's no time jump at all, really, because they have to deal with, like, the Darksaber stuff. Um, So it'll be it'll be interesting i don't know what happens and i don't really want to speculate on what happens because i there's don't no really point. know yeah there's no point like we we can't say what they're gonna do right um does anybody else have anything to say about the episode before the post credit scene oh just i am very glad that um when giancarlo <laughs> no moff gideon tried to like shoot himself in the head Kara was like nope and i was like oh thank god yeah. <laughs> so he's sticking around yep. thank god yeah that was like a surprisingly dark brief second of a moment for star mm-hmm. wars we've never seen anything like fully that. expecting them to go through that i mean we literally did yeah. see a guy commit suicide yeah, we, but i mean it was yeah, the I mean, cyanide yeah. way which is yeah. a little bit more acceptable than like seeing someone shoot themselves in that to the be fair i think if they were actually going to shoot him in the head they would have cut away before that happened yeah um like absolutely oh yeah but they like, wouldn't have like actually it's shown it but. very rare you see anyone stop that happening in a show or a movie that like seeing it be stopped was a very surprising thing but also yeah. very good i really like that bit yeah okay can we talk about it so yeah. oh my god <laughs> the post-credit scene which Dan i think i'm the only person episode. who's not excited about this really so we have to talk about fat phobia again yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh, because Bib Fortuna was not a fat Twi'lek when we last saw him, but now that he's this crime lord, so more of a villain, less of a servant, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, sitting on the throne, he has become corpulent. Mm-hmm. And there is no, absolutely no reason why that had to happen except Mm -hmm. to like throw back to being like well remember how Jabba was fat and this is what you know people do when they have power they just get fat and evil sit around all day it's like no no Jabba's fat because he's a big old slug right because it's a husk like <laughs> yeah that, that's how their physiology is he's a big like there may be that one buff hut we see but, but that i think is an exception the, that's the exception <laughs> yeah. right versus yeah. like that's just how their physiology is but like they went out of their way to yeah. make big fortuna like look fat with like and like have human fat characteristics with like the double chin and just like how he sits back and has this wide stomach and it's just 
you didn't do the only reason to do that was to like mark him as being more evil um and like the bad guy and to make people feel like he's more of a joke um and like that's not that's not okay because again star wars has a history of this where like even in the even in legends a lot of their villains are are described as being fat corpulent is the word they love to use they lo- it's not it's board. not like star wars it's literally all yeah. retro sci-fi and, like this is yeah. such a huge trope in it and it's I mean, really it's bad a, and i thought we'd moved past it at this point but we have right. not apparently right um and like not only all of that it looks really stupid like it doesn't make any sense like you right. said there's no reason for it to happen so it doesn't make any sense seem like that and of course i didn't recognize him at first because i have like yeah partial face blindness right and like if you make a character look that different i'm gonna be like who the fuck is that it took me a second right. to yeah to it's like a figure out that it was that before, you know? guy right yeah. just like show him the way we last saw him so we know it's yeah him. right like there's there's literally no reason especially because like it's not like the palace is bumping like it was back in jabba's days yeah right? it's like, very he sad had, like five like, guys um it's not like he has a full courtroom with his jar of frogs that he's eaten out of and stuff and again like that was characteristics of now we know of like the huts right all of Mm -hmm. the huts like have that physiology versus like no this was a like very quotation mark average looking twilight that now you made to be a fat person as a joke as a side of villainy Mm -hmm. um as a side of like as uh, to show like increased moral degradation and it's just which is stupid because we already know Bib Fortuna has no morals right we already know Bib Fortuna sucks I mean you know he's a piece of shit you can tell you can already tell he's a piece of shit just by looking at at him in Return of the Jedi like the way the character is designed he's a creep right like and he acts like a creep that he's that he's a creep and he was you know serving Jabba but just kind of in the way that you know those mousy little creep characters like suck up to the powerful ones and then like bide their time until they can be in control. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so I'm just, I'm really disappointed in that. I'm glad he's dead, but I'm just really disappointed that they did that because again, there was really no, absolutely no reason to. And it just hurts fans who are watching it, who are fat and continue to see that their body type can only be that of like a villain of a joke um and things like that and it's just it's not it's not okay star wars yeah yeah and like it was very obvious like when i watched it i was like are you fucking kidding me right like when i realized who it was i was like come on like yeah i was just like oh <laughs> i think i just fuck. think i just yelled <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like removing the bib fortuna thing Right. Yes. I'm excited about a Boba Fett show, but I'm not excited about a Tatooine underbelly show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like I Boba became interesting when he stopped being that to me. Right. Like when he was like, I'm now an honorable person. Can I, can Uh, I, can I, can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have so many thoughts about this. For one thing. (laughs) Okay, my sister and my nephew are gone now, so I can say this. Him single that throne, extremely hot. Very good love it um just want to put that out there but for one thing like okay so for one thing once again i don't want to speculate because who the fuck knows who's gonna write this who's gonna read this what's actually gonna happen in it um another thing like he hasn't stopped being that honorable person um like he's always kind of like 
at least in this, like he is definitely like straddled line between being an honorable person, also still being a bounty hunter fuckwit, um, Boba Fett. Like he's still Boba Fett. Um, like it's he clearly he had to come. Like he didn't just shoot off and then go do this. Like he had to come back to get Fennec to pick her up, but also like have that conversation of like Din being like, "My child is safe now. Like you are free from this." And he's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go deal with my business now." And I don't necessarily think this means that we're gonna get like a shady underbelly of Tatooine. Because, like, we know that the two characters in there are still good people, even though they are shitty bounty hunters. Because, like, we already see it. Fennec frees the Twi'lek. Like, she's like, yeah, get out of here. Like, they, they've they already made very obvious hints that these people aren't going to be bad, necessarily. Like, they're still going to be bad, but they're not evil. Um, and so I think that, like, we yeah, worried just... so much about The Mandalorian being a gritty show that, like... I don't know what's going to happen with the next thing, but... But I feel like people want Boba Fett to be that. I feel like people want Bounty Hunter Wars Boba Fett. And they like, did. And yeah, but even show, if the people they want that... that... And we were happy, and hopefully yeah. they will hear that and continue but, to show us this character that we saw in this show. Like, people wanted that, but they wanted that yeah. for this show as well. But like, my, that's my, the thing. I'm saying my fear with right. it is, is it's going to become that. And I like right. the Bounty Hunter Wars as much as the next person, but that's not this Boba Fett. <laughs> Like, this is a very different Boba Fett than Legends Boba Fett. And I'm afraid, I don't trust Star Wars enough to not give us Legends Boba Fett again. That's all yeah. that I'm, that's why I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about it. I am yeah. just fully, I fully just love, I like, I'm 100% ready that. for Star Wars to burn me constantly. So like, I have no hope. I, I'm excited, they can they I'm, can burn I'm me. They burned. can burn me. Yeah. I, they can't I'm going, take I'm away going... episodes 14 through 16 of Boba Fett from us. Though. I'm we jumping face first into that fire. I don't give a shit. I'm very excited for this. Forward. I mean, to being and I guess hurt yet again. <laughs> I guess Legends eventually had decent Boba Fett. He trained Jaina Solo at one point. That was bad. I know that was it was bad. Bad part. Wasn't that Travis? It was awful. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Like he was super white suppressed. Like no, yeah, because it was Travis. Not good and like super. I didn't sexy. say it was like, good. I just oh, I. I meant that. Oh, never His mind. His character changes. Yeah, it has been years. It has been at least ten years since I've read that book. I can't remember. I just remember at the time I thought it was fucking stupid. But like he's <laughs> no longer a bounty hunter yeah. in that kind of style. Is what I yeah. assume is what and you're like. They did yes. give him a trajectory in this as well. That I don't think they're gonna completely like overwrite him. Like even if that's what the fans want, even if Star Wars is useless at shit, like they gave us a more interesting character here, and it would yeah. be kind of boring for them to just be like, "Oh, Benyana, shoot, pew pew." Like, well, and they right. specifically, right. like you said, Seth, they specifically showed Fennec like freeing the mm. slave in that moment when they, yeah. and yeah. like I feel like that's the clue, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't trust Star Wars. I that's all. Nor should I you. I'm just tired, <laughs> like. I think the thing I'm most worried about is really that it's back on Tatooine and that's why like I have feelings of misgivings because if they started over somewhere else I think it'd be different but like not necessarily the show would be different but I would feel differently but like seeing it back on Tatooine um is what makes me nervous but I hope then then it's just Boba and Fennec working with Pelimoto to yeah. like clean up right to clean up around around yeah. town to make it like better for everybody and then Cobb Vanth can also come back yeah, yeah I hope that Cobb Vanth gets to be in this show I'm okay with that like I know we we brag on Tatooine constantly but like there's constantly. there's a slavery issue on Tatooine that has been right. around and this so episode like, one and we haven't addressed and, like, it yet Boba's got it the whole backstory of like the clones being slaves and right yeah. so like if before. the show is about that like I'm all I'm all for it like I just again right it's the fear that because he's now sitting in this throne 
very attractively that <laughs> <laughs> that's also why people are hot from all is everyone was like he's really hot when he sits in a throne um <laughs> is 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 that like he's not going to become a criminal right is that he's now this vigilante figure who's going to be wiping out like the garbage um, See, that I'm totally fine. And, like, I think the assumption that he's into... not a criminal is very much he's still like Boba Fett right but not like he's not going to be like the mob boss organized crime kind of person yeah. that like Jabba yeah. was we're, right? we're getting too into speculation here I think we should, yeah. we should zoom like, out the but thing I just want to say that, that like, this is a win-win because either we get a show where Boba Fett like saves Tatooine and everyone's happy or we don't and that just means that Saf has to write more fic for us about how that actually happens and then so either way we get the story we want it's I mean, just whether it comes from Star Wars beef. or Saf I'm gonna write some beef fic yeah so. like so it's all like good. here's the thing is that like I'm having I am not gonna speak about the show. I'm running headfirst into that fire. If they want to burn me, go for it. Like I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm on that train like, with you. The Sam. biggest thing about this is like I don't really give a shit what they do with, with Boba Fett, actually. I am just really, really fucking excited that Tim gets to lead a show. Like yeah, he yeah. deserves it. He's an amazing yeah. actor. Like, I don't care if they fuck Boba up, like if he does turn into a crime boss. I don't give a shit. I just want to see Tim lead a show. That's like my biggest excitement about this. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Like everything else comes secondary to that. I mean, like I do love Boba Fett now, and like I would love to see a show like of him being like bad but still good. Love that shit. Um love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, if like he happened to just run into Din again, that would also be fine. Um but yeah, I really think that it's Tim's time to shine, and I'm really glad Styles is giving that, him that opportunity. As with all things with this damn second season of this damn show, it's complicated, and we're excited while at the same time recognizing the rife issues that are all over the place, and it's complicated. I have no complicated feelings about this one. Just one feeling. Okay. No thought. But anything I mean, else? In, everything in else? General. Complicated feelings. I meant, I meant yeah. in general, like in, yeah. general, in general, yes. Not everything leading up to this thing. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, just the final shot of him and Fennec just like lounging on that chair was just it was extremely so my shit. It's no, it's <laughs> extremely my shit, and I was just like, this this I whole shot so is targeting cheesy. me in specific. I feel <laughs> like this was marketed for me. Just it's that. True. Yeah. Like also because like the blue drink, like I am obsessed with blue drinks. Like, come on. They know the yes. way to my heart. Just Boba like Fett, blue all, like all the book of Boba Fett is is he just drinks blue milk for four episodes and says <laughs> great. <laughs> we'll still have two hour that. episodes for each one somehow. Look, not only do they give me Boba Fett looking sick as hell on a throne, they give me a fucking red lady sniper who drinks this blue alcohol. Like, yes. I'm very excited. I love that the only alcoholic beverage they drink in Star Wars is Spotchka. I mean, they're on Tatooine, so it makes sense that it's Spotchka still. Mm. There was this moment, I don't know if anybody else noticed it, or maybe I misread what was happening, but like as she was walking towards the throne, it looked like she was about to stop and drink from it. So then she yeah. realized, like, oh, I'm supposed to go sit on the throne, and she like goes and does that. <laughs> yeah, I did notice oh, that. Oh, let me pose. <laughs> and I think, like, obviously it was like probably a mistake on her part in filming, but I just love this idea that she was like, that's a better spot for me to sit down yeah, and chug this yeah. drink. <laughs> like, either works for me because yeah, it doesn't go like over a there thing instead. to do. Yeah. We're doing right. a like, shoot well, here. He gets to look cool on the throne. I want to look cool on the throne. The, too. the cameras are there and everything. Yep. Listen, 
It was a publicity Google moment. Earth they totally brought a pics. journalist with. They knew exactly what they were going to do. <laughs> always taking pics. Oh, man. All right. So uh, that's hey, the Mandalorian. I, I just want to say, I love that you stuck with the accent for this entire episode. Yeah, I was very whole, impressed. Whole episode. It's the finale. Gotta show up. Can't Absolutely. do cowboy accents for a whole year. So oh, it's gonna be so sad. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling we'll hear them from time to time still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if not on the podcast, I'll at least do it to dinner just to make them feel confused. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> anyway, so that is The Mandalorian season two. Wow um so until next year i guess yeah december next year i guess well the book of boba fett comes out december next that's year. also december next year they're both coming out december oh next they're year. both december yeah they're both coming out that year yeah that time but, but the same it's supposed to come out during megtober <laughs> i don't think that's what's happening next year that's rude i think it's entirely possible production got pushed back because of covid that's fair that's yeah. fair. yeah anyway so until Next year, I guess. May both suns keep shining on your tail. Wait, aren't you meant to say that after I say my thing? Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, very confused. We're, we're ending the episode now. <laughs> Don't worry about Follow where us. to find us. Find us. Google Rogue Pod room. We're there. You know, you know where to find us. This is my one job. I'm sure if you've made it to the end of this episode, you know where to find us. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> well, fine. I'll still do my thing. <laughs> um. Oh, no, I've forgotten it. <laughs> After all that. After all that. Okay, you can find us on Twitter at Rogue Podron. Um, you can add us there, or just find us individually. Mainly me. Don't bo- don't bother the other people. Just bother me. Um, oh. Our website. I mean, you'll get like. Reply guys. If they want to be reply guys, oh. just bug me. Yeah. If you want to be a reply guy, reply to say yeah. Right. Yes. Why, are we talking directly to the reply guys right now? Who made it? Well, to if the end we of the have episode? any reply guys, like I'm just saying, if you want to be a reply guy, be a that's, reply guy to me. That's that's friendship, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, our website is rogueplugin.com. Call me a reply guy. I call myself a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I meant. I meant staff being a friend. <laughs> By yeah, taking the taking by the taking the reply us. guy yeah. yeah yeah the reply guy bullet I will take that bullet um <laughs> I I am Grogu and Seth is Din diving in front of <laughs> <laughs> okay I like that I like that yeah 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 um our website is roguepodron.com our email is roguepodron at gmail.com we check that sometimes ah <laughs> <laughs> if you want. More information on how best to keep your droids in cold storage. You can subscribe to us at patreon.com slash And you can find the podcast on anything you like. Just any, po- any podcatcher. Whatever. We're on all of them. And please leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you. Pash out. <laughs> <laughs> I get to say pash out. You said you weren't going to say it again. Ash out. Ash, ash out. out. Bye, Ash.
I have spoken.